Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sincerity and sarcasm. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So before we get to that, we were just discussing before we started this here podcast segment. We might start doing a libs of TikTok every day. I don't know if you've ever spent any time on that Twitter feed. I realize like nine out of ten Americans are not never on Twitter, but the libs of TikTok feed is amazing. It's somebody who curates crazy s from the internet real people with real attitudes they don't even know how out there they are well they're progressives expressing what they believe it's not like they're taped secretly or anything like that it's you know your radical leftist saying this is what i think and this is what i want to teach children and this person just curates them and says hey this is what they're saying yeah, and it, you know it's nut picking to a to an extent in that you're picking out the craziest people out there and putting them on display. But there's a lot of them. I mean, there's an endless feed of them. Yeah, at the point that you know there are millions of those people, it's uh, you know I guess it's nut picking maybe. And uh, almost always young young women. I mean, that's the vast majority. Not always, but a lot of young women. And this is a young woman here. She looks like I don't know how old she is, eighteen, twenty, something like that. We we won't listen to the whole two minute thing, but here's a flavor. Every single altar is an individual person. It's not all extensions of the self, all extensions of the host type thing. We are all individual people. We just happen to share a body. So one of your altars not being trans while the rest of them are, that doesn't invalidate anyone's gender. It doesn't invalidate your trans alters if one alter isn't trans it doesn't invalidate your cisgender alter if your other alters are transgender because gender isn't a set in stone biological thing gender is a perception and every okay single so person what she's talking about there is the, these people always use they always use these cool hip abbreviation phrases i guess because it makes it seem like it's cooler and hipper and more accessible or some alters so her alternate personalities, and she's going. She's describing her different alters, 
and how one alters trans, but they're not all trans. And, you know, using a tone of voice of obs, you know, of course, one of my alters is trans, but they aren't all trans. It wouldn't make sense for them to all be trans. Yes, Katie. She just sounds like schizophrenia. Well, she's she, either like really, really mentally ill, like, you know, diagnosably yeah. needs medication mentally ill, or she's just that kind of searching for an identity. Mine has to be different from everybody else's. Of course, self-obsessed adolescence. It's part of adolescence, but you don't indulge it. You don't teach it at school. And if yeah. you invent one, like I think she did there. Where I'm, I'm, I have altas, all these different altas, and one is trans and one is not. Just describing it when it is, and we're, and everybody's just supposed to say, okay, so that's your your reality, I guess. Yeah, fine. Hey, the bell went off. The French fries are done. Go get them. The bell went off. The French fries are done. Go get them. Quit with your your oh, rambling, fanciful, idiotic. <sighs> critical theory look at me look at me look at me crap go do something well uh, they didn't <laughs> ra- they didn't raise themselves how did they uh, you know some of his That's school i'm trying to raise her i'm stepping in uncle joe no nonsense uncle joe can't blame <clears throat> it all on the parents because we got a schooling system and a society that's indulging this 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 nuttiness but i just feel bad for anybody who's spending any of their life thinking about these things and it's just bizarre to me that people are putting these videos out thinking that someone's going to watch them and it's going to clear something up. Excellent point. So she's posting that with the the theory that it will be well-received, seriously received, honored, and, uh, and respected. Educational. Edu- yeah, it's educational and not... Well, and she will get validation for it from the, uh, the radical queer theory and, crowd. And what percentage do you think... Uh, in all honesty, of Americans think that that's just nutso. Like ninety nine point eight. It's, it's very high. ninety plus. What percentage of uh, college academia do? Oh, yeah, that's a different question. Wow, I know. I Our know. Schools are radical indoctrination factories. It's I, just true. I hope I don't end up there. I mean, my kids are eleven and thirteen. I suppose this, school, this could still happen. It tends to be more girls than boys, but not only. But I, I, as a parent, I'd be like, "What? If I've gotten to this point, how do I undo this?" Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's what we were talking about. Was it hour two of the show, the radio show? I can't remember, but. Uh, that's that's why the forces of this sickness are so intent on keeping the gender transition or whatever from the parents. They want to keep it at school to the point that that identity hardens. And then when the parents become aware of it, a divide has been created between the kid and the parent, and the kid has been radicalized. Yeah, and if you as a parent, you go to them and say, I mean, you wouldn't say this is crazy, but, you know, some very nicely worded version of you're off the rails um mm-hmm. she's likely to think oh you're exactly this so you're one of those people they were teaching me about in school well those yeah, minded haters and the radicalizers in school they don't leave that up to maybe they'll make the uh the connection no they will teach the kids your parents will not understand they will deny it because they are racists or they are transphobic or whatever now it, Jimmy, if you were to come out as trans to your parents, because I know you've been wearing, you know, whatever, fingernails and polish and lipstick, 
Would your parents accept that? And Jimmy's like, I don't think so. That's because your parents are transphobic, Jimmy. That's why we have to keep it from them. They're actually saying these things in your your you know your your queer clubs or whatever they call them, the rainbow clubs, the pride clubs. I was reading a piece from uh, Katie Grimes from Cal Globe, and I know you you guys love her, and I'm starting to love think, Katie. I think that I, we would be good friends. Yeah, because right. she had a, a piece this morning about what's going on in Southern California with the school district wanting to notify students about you know or students' parents if they're talking gender differences and all that. And she wrote, would my tomboy face have teachers and school authorities whisk me away unbeknownst to my parents for counseling sessions, convincing me that I was really a boy inside? I didn't question my gender at age 11. I just played a lot of sports and got into fights, something I grew out of quickly. Right. And I I was a total tomboy growing up. Yeah. 100%. -hmm. And I think about it all the time. Like if I was in school right now, I wonder if I would have been one of the kids where they would have been like, Katie, do you think you're a boy? Right, right. If you don't conform to the most crass and idiotic of female stereotypes, you're probably transgender, right. which is so reductive and insulting. And how did this catch on? It's insane. All right. And if you introduce it at a young enough age, I mean, how confusing would that be to a kid? What do you mm. mean? Do I think am I a boy? Oh, you yeah. could well, actually you... be a boy, you see. And you're a kid, so you don't have any perspective on anything. And you take adults to, you assume every adult knows what they're talking about. Sure, a caring authority figure has just informed you that, you know, you're probably transgender. Wow, that's rough. It's friggin' insidious. And like you said, Katie, the fact that the pe- people post this, it just gives you an idea how confident they are that their worldview has got a, you know, a big audience of acceptance out there, that they're willing to put it out there. It's like just a little education about my situation. I've got my altars. Yeah, One they're of on their soapbox. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, it's so troubling. Ugh. Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.